Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with georgetune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put on your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. So what is Second Cup? Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next three MB airs, or a piece of late breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, and books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning and welcome to another Second Cup. This is the January 16th, 2023 episode of the Second Cup podcast. Great to be with you this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Hey, if you're taking me on your morning commute for this show, thanks very much for the lift. Really do appreciate it. This morning, I have got uh, some Black Rifle coffee, just black, right here. I don't know if you can hear that bag. <laughs> I've got some of that. And I uh, brewed that through the AeroPress this morning. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm using my Bean to Bean coffee mug. Uh, I feature that this morning on the Monday Morning Mailbag. Yeah, terrific, terrific coffee mug. Again, it's two-tone. It's black on top, white on the bottom. And uh, just a great-looking coffee mug. Feels great in the hand. Uh, just screams coffee shop. It really is terrific. And my thanks again to William Meredith for uh, passing along the bean to bean coffee and also the coffee mug. It really is terrific. And my thanks to viewer Mark Williams for the uh, Black Rifle Coffee. Mark sent along a sampler of Black Rifle Coffee not so long ago. And it really is a terrific, terrific coffee. And uh, again, I'm enjoying a cup of the Just Black. Black Rifle Coffee Company this morning uh, in the uh, Bean to Bean Coffee Mug. So I just want to say, uh, Mark, uh, thanks very much for sending along the Black Rifle Coffee. Really is terrific, terrific coffee. But we're kind of mixing things up here this morning with the Black Rifle Coffee, the Just Black Rifle, uh, Just Black Black Rifle Coffee, and the Bean to Bean Coffee Mug. Of course, I've got the Black Rifle Coffee in the Keurig uh, cups that I got from my nephew, uh, my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and uh, and the boys Wes and Jace. Thanks again very much for that. That's Coffee of the Month Club with the Black Rifle uh, Coffee um, Company. So I'll be getting something every month from them, and I'm really looking forward to that. So we got a great show for you this morning. Got a lot of neat things to talk about. Let's kick it off with something that I uh, received from viewer Alex Lopez. And this is in regards to the Tatara Masumune Nodachi Razor. We've been talking about that because one of the viewers, I believe it was Robert Fagan, uh, had acquired one of these and was giving his thoughts and experiences of it early on. And Alex wrote, Hi Mark, I want to comment about a razor one of your viewers purchased. 
It's the Tatara Masamune Nodachi. And yes, you have pronounced it correctly. <laughs> well, that's great to know, Alex. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. I have this razor along with the milder Tatara Masamune. These are probably two of my favorite razors in my den. The Nodachi has a little bit more blade exposure, thus it's a bit more efficient and it has a longer handle. But the Nodachi and Masumune are both smooth, efficient razors. They are machined 316 marine grade stainless steel and the blade clamping is second to none in my opinion. Both beautiful razors to look at and hold. The company was started by three engineers that moved to Portugal. This is one razor that I highly, highly recommend if you're looking to purchase a premium razor. Oh, and I also got the open comb Masamune plate, just a delight to use. Hope you pass this along to the viewers. Warm regards, Alex. Well, Alex, I just did, and I really do appreciate the insight and information regarding the Tatara razor. I'm going to have to take a look at it online and actually get a picture of it and, and kind of explore it a little bit more. It sounds like it's definitely a wonderful premium razor. And I thank you very much for uh, your experiences with it. And uh, please, if you have any other information to add uh, to this discussion, please email it to me because I know viewers would love to hear from, uh, from you regarding this razor. And I know I've uh, even said the same thing to Robert Fagan. Please let us know how your journey with this razor uh, is, is going because uh, I think there is a lot of interest uh, from viewers who might be considering a razor like this down the road sometime. I know Robert was saying it is very, very aggressive. It's, it's higher in aggression than the T2 Rockwell, the Rockwell T2 at level six. So that's really getting up there. Sounds like a razor that... For me, <laughs> maybe once a week with maybe three days worth of beard growth, and that's probably about it. But I believe Robert said that if you're a three-pass shaver, the Tatara will, will uh, give you a great shave in two passes. If you're a two-pass shaver, it'll be uh, one pass and a touch-up. So, wow, that really is super, super efficient. So, Alex, thanks very, very much for uh, passing along uh, that information regarding the Tatara Masumune Nodachi Razor. I did forget to mention that today is a national holiday here in the United States. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. This is a national holiday honoring the civil rights leader. So many of us have the day off. So if you do have the day off, I hope you're enjoying it in a constructive way. And if you happen to be one of the few folks who had to go into work today, again, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. Here's an update I want to pass along to you regarding Dr. Selby. Now, I did a review of the shave soap, and the shave soap is wonderful. I am going to be using the uh, shaving cream down the road as well, but I'm expecting you know, equally stellar results. However, this is not an update uh, about the shaving soap or the shaving cream. This is an update regarding Dr. Selby's skin protectant ointment. Uh, this is what they're famous for. I think this was their, or their, this is their flagship product. Uh, this is a skin protectant ointment for minor cuts, uh, chafing, burns. As they say here on the label, trusted for over 60 years. Well, I happen to be rooting around in my shave den and I was reaching uh, underneath uh, on the lower cupboards. I was reaching underneath and trying to reach over something, to, reaching over a bottle to get something, a shave soap or something in the back. And as I was pulling my hand out, 
uh, I, I, I cut it on the, on the, um, the upper edge of that um, opening of the cupboard. And, uh, you know, doggone it, I, I had a little bit of a nick there. And I thought, well, okay, hey, this is a good time to try the Dr. Selby Skin Protectant Ointment. Oh, my gosh, this was fantastic. I cannot believe how nice of a job it did in healing that little bit of a nick. That's fantastic. Now, they advertise on their website that this is a good post-shave product for a minor nick that you might have from your, uh, from your razor, from your shave. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced it's going to be an outstanding post-shave product. Uh, for uh, those uh, minor nicks that you might uh, that might occur after your shave, so uh, I'm I'm definitely going to use this again. And if I uh, happen to have a nick after my shave, I'm going to pull out the Dr. Selby and give this a, give this a try on a, a nick post shave uh, because it really did a great job in healing up this this nick this scratch that I got on the top of my. My hand here, and I also had another one on the other side, in the other hand. I, one on the left hand, one on the right hand. I use it in both places. Absolutely fantastic. Additionally, this time of year, uh, because of the winter weather, the uh, the cold air, um, the the my, my skin tends to dry out, which is why I'm always using a balm. Uh, post-shave on top of my head after I shave because I'm trying to combat uh, the dry skin. And my, my, my thumbs on each, each hand will get dry and will start to crack. And I'm using the Dr. Selby on those cracks. And my gosh, it's healing up wonderfully, wonderfully well. So I definitely, definitely recommend the Dr. Selby Skin Protectant Ointment. It really is very, very good. And it does what they advertise. Uh, we have... Uh, a, a brand new tube that's going into the prize giveaway for the 9,000 subscriber uh, giveaway. So whoever wins that is going to ha have a chance to try Dr. Selby firsthand. Uh, if you, uh, you want to try Dr. Selby, uh, I'll have links to their website where you can go up and uh, get yourself a tube of Dr. Selby Skin Protectant Ointment. Really, really terrific, terrific product. I was very, very surprised at how well it worked in healing a, a small uh, nick and cut. So that's Dr. Selby, Skin Protectant Ointment. Check it out. Now, if you were watching the Monday Morning Mailbag this morning, or perhaps listening to it on the podcast, uh, viewer Alex Lopez very, very kindly sent along uh, a number of items, a number of shaving gear items for the 9,000 subscriber giveaway prize package. Uh, as a matter of fact, he sent along so much that it looks like it's increased the overall pool of wet shave gear items. So we'll be able to break it down into first prize, second prize, third prize. That's how much we have from uh, the generosity of the viewers out there. So my thanks to Alex Lopez for very, very kindly sending along some wonderful, wonderful wet shave gear items to be part of the prize packages for the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. Now, Alex also very generously sent along a couple of other items to the channel that we'll be reviewing down the road. I wanted to show them to you on this podcast uh, right now because they are really, really fantastic, fantastic items. The first thing he sent along for review on the channel is the Timeless Aluminum Safety Razor. 
Boy, is this a wonderful, wonderful razor. And as they write on their product page, the Timeless Aluminum Razor, our aluminum razor is in a league of its own. It is beautifully crafted from aluminum material. The razor's 0.45 millimeter blade gap is mild yet efficient and dollar for dollar a great value for a luxury razor. It is also a nice change of pace razor or travel razor. If you are a lifelong DE shaver or if you are new to wet shaving with safety razors, this razor is worth a try. I absolutely agree with that. When I first opened it up, I immediately thought, wow, this would be an absolutely wonderful, wonderful travel razor. Uh, it is lightweight, it is very durable, and it looks like it's going to deliver a nice mild shave with a good degree of efficiency, which for me is perfect for travel because the last thing you wanna do is, is nick yourself <laughs> while you're out on the road. So this looks like it'll be a very, very agreeable shave for someone like me because I do prefer razors on the mild side. It is beautifully anodized and it has some really nice knurling and gripping on the handle. The handle uh, from the bottom halfway up has a little bit of a channel, like a little bit of a collar cut into the, the handle. Uh, and then as you go past that upwards, there's more knurling there. So there's, the handle is, it's almost like it's divided in two. You have some knurling on the bottom part of the handle and knurling on the top part of the handle. Very decorative, but also very, very functional. The base plate is solid. That is to say that it is a tab and slot configuration. The, cab, the, the, the cap has some tabs there that fit into slots in the base plate, but the slots don't go all the way through the bottom of the base plate, so it's a solid base plate. Really very, very nicely, uh, a nice configuration, very nicely machined is what I mean to say. It is lightweight, and uh, let, me get my, let me get my scale here. Where's my scale? Here's my scale right here, and I'll turn this on. I'll kind of give you a weight of what my scale says. My scale is reading at uh, 1.66 ounces. So that's the weight of it. So uh, it's not too light. It's not overly heavy, but it's not, it's not too light. It seems to be a very, very nice weight for the, the size of it. Now, it is a uh, 0.55-inch uh, uh, diameter, a 14 millimeter inch diameter handle, and it's 90 millimeters or 3.5 inches long. Uh, and it is, it just really feels great in the hand. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to uh, shaving with this. The cap is scalloped, which also gives it a really, really terrific, terrific look. When you install a razor blade, the end tabs are very, very nearly enclosed in the razor head. You can barely feel them. So I would say that for all practical purposes, the end tabs are enclosed in the razor head. They're not going to get in the way of the shave at all. Really, really terrific. So it is 6061 T6 aluminum. It is clear anodized. And as I say, the weight of it is 47.4 grams or 1.67 ounces. Now, my scale got one point, what did I say, 1.66, so I'm in the ballpark there. Uh, and uh, really terrific, uh, a very, very nice, mild yet efficient shave. And I'm really, really looking forward to uh, shaving with this one, absolutely, and doing a review. So my thanks to Alex Lopez. He also sent along the uh, Razor Rock F400 shaving brush in a red handle, a beautiful fire engine red handle 
This is a 34 millimeter shave knob. This thing is massive. <laughs> it is absolutely beautiful. Uh, the handle is longer, so you can get a really, really nice grip of it. And this knot is just spectacularly large. I have, <laughs> I've never seen a knot this large. Uh, it appears to be even larger than my 30 millimeter shave brush. Uh, it just it, it really a beautifully sized knot, but it has a soft, luxurious feel. Uh, just absolutely spectacular. Now, if you go up to Italian Barber, here's how they describe the F400 synthetic shaving brush uh, on their product page. They're calling it the XXL 34 millimeter. And as they write, in March of 2017, while attending the annual Cosmo Prof show in Bologna, Italy, we spent a night at a hotel called the Maranello Palace. This hotel is situated less than 100 meters from one of the famous Ferrari factories in the hometown of the storied automobile maker, which hosts many guests coming from all around the world, visiting Ferrari for both business and pleasure. As we walked out of the hotel in the morning, we saw a small group of people huddled around a brand new red F458 Ferrari Spider with beautifully stitched black leather interior. Many were commenting on the classic look of a red on black Ferrari, how it never gets old, a true classic color combination representing elegance and passion. This is when the idea for the F400 brush was born. We decided to go big with the F400, a statement brush combining a Rosa Corsa racing red resin handle with our luxurious Noir Plissoff synthetic fibers. We could not be more thrilled with the execution and the finished product, and we hope you agree too. So I said fire engine red. Well, it's a racing red. Six of one, half a dozen of the other, I guess. I guess the racing red is a slightly deeper red, perhaps. Um, you'll have to see it yourself. Check out the photos. I'll link to this brush. It really is a spectacular brush. And as I say, the knot is huge. I have a Yankee shaving brush with a 30 millimeter knot and next to this F400, it's dwarfed. It's absolutely dwarfed. I mean, either Yankee didn't label this brush correctly as being 30 millimeter or um, something else is going on or this 34 millimeter knot is much larger than the 34 millimeter, 34 millimeters that they advertise. It is, there is a decided difference in the size of these knots. And I'm gonna to have to show these two brushes side by side on the Monday morning mailbag so that you can see uh, the difference. The, uh, the size of the handle and the size of the knot absolutely dwarfs the Yaki 30 millimeter brush that I have, really. Uh, the Yaki 30 millimeter brush, very, very good. And I thought, wow, that's a really, really big knot when I was using it. But now this F400, uh, it is absolutely huge. It's awesome. So I'm looking forward to using this F400, Razor Rock F400 shaving brush and whipping up a beautiful lather in one of the shaving bowls that I have, either the Gruner Pottery Bowl, the Starry Night, or the uh, Shave Nation Shaving Bowl, uh, the 
Dreamscape Scuttle, my gosh, this is going to be wonderful in the Dreamscape Scuttle. <laughs> it's going to be spectacular because the Dreamscape Scuttle is so large, this brush is just going to do an awesome job in whipping up a warm, warm lather. I am really looking forward to that. So I'll have links to it where you can check it out. My thanks again to Alex Lopez for two awesome wet shaving gear items. The uh, Timeless Aluminum Razor, Timeless Aluminum Safety Razor, which is just uh, fantastic looking. It looks so well machined, so precisely machined. Really looking forward to shaving with it. And the uh, Razor Rock F400 uh, shaving brush uh, in that great Ferrari racing red and black uh, color uh, makeup. It is just absolutely fantastic. And yeah, when you look at it, it reminds you of the racing red on black that you would see in a Ferrari. Absolutely fantastic. Thanks again, Alex. Really, really do appreciate it. I wanted to share with you a comment that I received from a viewer just recently. It came in after the Monday morning mailbag was already scheduled for publication. And that's why we have Second Cup, so I can kind of share some of this late-breaking information, comments, questions, sales, that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, this one qualifies. Uh, and it comes from a viewer named Top Secret 77 He left this comment in a review I did on the Vikings Blade Chieftain Razor. Now, this was the Vikings Blade uh, Chieftain Razor review, kind of a revisit. I hadn't used the Vikings Blade Chieftain in some time, so... I decided to uh, revisit the razor and do another review, and boy, I got just a fantastic shave. Anyhow, Top Secret 77 wrote, I've been watching your videos for the past week. You have me thinking about switching to safety razors. I'm currently using clippers for my head. I think I found my first beginner razor. Thank you. Well, Top Secret 77, you're very, very welcome. The Chieftain... Uh, Vikings Blade Chieftain was the razor that brought me back to the traditional wet shave. Let me qualify that. My late father's Gillette Super Speed was the razor that inspired me to come back to the traditional wet shave. I was cleaning out the uh, the bathroom after buying uh, my, my, my parents' home after they had both passed away, and I found my late father's shaving gear. And in there was his Gillette Super Speed razor in pristine condition. And uh, I really wanted to use it, but I thought that perhaps I should train with a different razor for fear that if I wasn't doing it right, that uh, I would walk away from the traditional wet shave and not have the benefit of using dad's razor correctly. And uh, I just didn't want to become disappointed. So I decided to go online and buy my own razor to start out with, to actually learn the process, to learn the proper technique, uh, that sort of thing. And after doing some research, I settled on the Vikings Blade Chieftain. Now, why the Chieftain? Well, first of all, it had some nice heft. And, and I understood early on that you want the weight of the razor to do all the work. Now, the other thing that uh, that appealed to me, that it was twist to open, so it was easy to load a razor blade. Not being familiar with three-piece razors, I didn't want to fumble around with a three-piece razor and perhaps have a bad experience, have a bad experience nicking a finger or cutting a hand or something like that. Uh, so I wanted to go with an easy-loading uh, razor, and the Chieftain qualified there. The other thing that the Chieftain had going for it was that the end tabs of the razor blade were enclosed in the razor head. It's 
For me, that was a must because, again, in learning the traditional wet shave, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to tag myself on my earlobe or on my nostril uh, from an end tab uh, sticking out of that razor head, which is characteristic of some of the vintage Gillettes. Uh, this is not a deal breaker uh, anymore with me because I've learned the technique, I've learned it properly, I've learned to refine my shaving strokes and understand when there is a little bit of tab overhang in a razor head, how to maneuver that razor head. Uh, so uh, the Chieftain offered me these three features and a little bit more too. It's just a really well-built razor, came in at a nice price point, a terrific, terrific knurling so it wouldn't slip out of my hand. So that's why I went with it. The other aspect of it was that it was neutrally aggressive. It wasn't overly aggressive. It wasn't overly mild. It was what I call the Goldilocks razor. Not too aggressive, not too mild, just right. And that's why uh, I really was attracted to it. So uh, they had some great information on their product page on Amazon, and I was convinced that this was going to be the, the, the perfect razor for me to start out with, and it is. And I have used it for head shaves, and I've used it for face shaves. Now, having said all that, Top Secret 77, let me just say, I don't know what your skin and beard type is like. This is a good razor to start out with because of it being neutrally aggressive. Make sure you use a light touch. As I like to say all the time, 30 degrees, a light touch, let the razor do all the work, gentlemen. Absolutely, that will really carry you far in your wet shaving journey because far too often uh, folks coming to the traditional wet shave, especially if they're coming from cartridge uh, razor shaving, uh, tend to press down and uh, they end up uh, irritating their skin and having a bad experience. You use a light touch with the safety razor. Finesse, that's the key word here. Light touch, finesse. Let the weight of that razor do all the work. And uh, you'll, have a, you'll get a great, great shave. So I just, to, I just wanted to mention that to everyone, that the Vikings Blade Chieftain really is a terrific starter razor. If you're looking for a razor that is not too aggressive, not too mild, but right there in the middle, uh, this is a very, very good choice. Also, I wanted to mention the Top Secret 77. If you want to be assured of a great, great head shave, uh, check out the Supply SE. This is absolutely my go-to when I do a head shave. I used it this morning in the shower. I did a head shave in the shower. I put on the, the grip sleeve, and uh, I slathered on some cremo this morning in the shower, and it just gave me a fantastic, smooth, close head shave. No nicks, no cuts, no irritation. Absolutely wonderful. When I'm in a pinch for time and uh, I don't feel I have the time during the day to uh, break out the shaving brush and do, the, do the, 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 the whole process of a head shave in front of the mirror, I'll sometimes uh, jump in the shower with uh, some cremo or uh, even a little bit of uh, shaving soap on a brush, that sort of thing, and uh, you know just kind of slather that up there and pull out my Supply SE. And man, does that give me a great, great head shave. And the grip sleeve really uh, aids in giving me a nice secure grip of that uh, handle. So the Supply SE is another great choice 
for head shave. So you might want to check that out, Top Secret 77. But again, thanks very much for your comment because it allowed me the opportunity to talk about the Vikings Blade Chieftain and how that razor brought me back to the traditional wet shave. And because of that razor, I became very, very interested in the traditional wet shave, the history of it, the process of it, the technique, uh, the different shave soaps, the different brushes, uh, everything that goes along with it because of the Vikings Blade Chieftain and because of my success in learning the traditional wet shave uh, using the Vikings Blade Chieftain, I was then able to use my late father's Gillette Super Speed and get an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave, which was my goal all along. I wanted to learn the process with another razor so that after I had the technique down, understood the process, I could then use my father's razor with a great deal of confidence and have a wonderful, smooth, close, comfortable, nick-free, cut-free, successful shave. And I did. So my sincere thanks to Vikings Blade for a wonderful, wonderful product in the Vikings Blade Chieftain. Also, check out the Chieftain 5BC. That's a marvelous, marvelous razor. And also, they're adjustable razors as well. We talked about those this morning on the Monday Morning Mailbag. They come in at some wonderful, wonderful price points. Fully adjustable razors made of high-quality materials at a really, really nice price point. So thanks again, Top Secret 77 for your comment. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, before I get out of here, I want to thank a viewer out there for inspiring me and helping me get these podcasts up and running. And that gentleman is Brian Harding. Brian, last August, August of 2022, sent me an email saying that he really enjoyed the Monday morning mailbag, but because of the length of the show, and it has been increasing in length. I'm trying to keep it down to about an hour, but it's getting to be an hour 22, hour 20, hour 30 minutes. Yeah, it's getting to be a bit long. Brian was saying, you know, Mark, I, I enjoy watching the show, but I sometimes don't have that amount of time to, to watch it. However, I could listen to it as a podcast. Have you ever considered doing a podcast? And Brian has had a lot of experience uh, in uh, listening to podcasts and knowing, a lay, knowing the lay of the land of the podcast world. And he very, very kindly, very, very generously helped me get the Monday Morning Mailbag up and running in podcast form, which then uh, helped me create the Second Cup podcast. So uh, had I not heard from Brian Harding, I don't think I would be doing a podcast right now. So if I failed to mention him in the past, I want to make sure I do so right now. Thank you very much, Brian, for all your help in getting the Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup podcast up and running. Brian gave me some great tips and tricks. He gave me a lot of feedback. He tested out the various broadcast podcast feeds as I was setting them up with Google and Amazon and Apple and Spotify, that sort of thing. He really, really was very, very helpful, very, very instrumental in getting this podcast up and running. I was so fortunate and so lucky to uh, open up his email and meet him online. Uh, absolutely, absolutely unbelievable. I think it was just, you know, <laughs> divinely inspired, I guess you could say. Really amazing that uh, Brian uh, just sent me that email that sent 
this uh, uh, channel uh, in, an, in another direction uh, in, in, into the podcast world. So my sincere thanks to, uh, to Brian Harding for all his wonderful, wonderful help. Uh, now, this brings me to the point of this segment. If you don't have a Brian Harding in your life, <laughs> if you're not fortunate enough to have a Brian Harding to help you along and get you up and running, let me recommend a book to you. This book was given to me by my uh, nephew Tommy, my niece Kelly, and my niece Bryn as a Christmas gift. It's NPR's Podcast Startup Guide by Glenn Weldon. Create, launch, and grow a podcast on any budget. It's about a 200-page book or so. I'm about 40 pages in, and it is absolutely marvelous. So again, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, uh, check out this book, NPR's Podcast Startup Guide by Glenn Weldon. I'll have a link below where you can find this book on Amazon and check it out. Uh, so if you're interested in starting a podcast and getting the lay of the land and learning how to do it, this is a very, very good book. Uh, NPR's Podcast Startup Guide by Glenn Weldon. Create, launch, and grow a podcast on any budget. And that wraps up another second cup. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that Second Cup. Second Cup.